damn, the ashes. Mark pulled off his knit cap and banged it against his dirty pant leg. He could barely see for the soot. Not that you had to see well to wash fireplaces, and they had him cleaning every damned one. Everything had to be perfect for the arrival of the handsome prince. Mark gave his horn-rimmed glasses a quick wipe on an edge of the blue cotton jacket that housekeeping gave him to wear each day. The hotel staff washed the jacket, but the jeans were his own, and it was hell to keep them clean. He stepped away from the huge fireplace and glanced in a decorative mirror. Yep, he resembled a tall, slim raccoon. It would be funny if... The door to the small private dining room cracked open. He yanked the cap on over his hair and quickly replaced the glasses as he stepped back into the big brick opening and began wiping the sooty walls again. Bernice, Bitsy, get in here. I want to check your makeup. The woman's voice accompanied a general rise in sound through the open door. When Mark came into the small dining room from the kitchen, he'd gotten a glimpse of the lobby, packed with frantic looky-loos and hopeful contenders, all intent on witnessing the arrival of the conquering hero. What the hell was their strategy? Appear casual as they hung around staring at a billionaire's son? It got quiet again as the door closed. He kept wiping, with his eyes fixed on his task. Sponge up, down, rinse. He didn't need to look to know it was Mrs. Fandorel and her girls. Being the sister of the owner of the resort gave her all kinds of privileges— at least in her own mind. The nasal edge to her voice grated up his spine. Let's go over by the window. The light's better. Mother. The lower voice was Bernice, pretty but with a whiny tendency that gave her face a sour look sometimes. He's here. Eyes crept up his back like ants. He kept wiping. Pay no attention, girls. Cinders won't bother us. Now let me look at you. Mark glanced over, past the round table and chairs in the center of the room. Mrs. Fanderell had Bernice's face in her hand and was wiping at her cheeks. He looked right and found himself eye to eye with Bitsy. The little blonde gave him a smile and a slow wink. He tried not to smile back, but she really was cute. She even seemed nice compared to the rest of the family. Mrs. Fanderell waved a hand. All right, Bernice, touch up your lipstick, darling, and you're ready to go. Bitsy, your turn. Bernice poked at her lips with a pencil. She shouldn't even be going out there. She glanced at her efforts, then looked over at her mother, who was picking at Bitsy's blonde curls. I'm the oldest and have the first claim. Her mother didn't pause. We have no idea what type he likes. You don't want him in some other family, do you? If he likes Bitsy, he has her. Bitsy tried to pull out of her mother's grasp. She's right. She wants him. I don't. She's got way more going for her than I do. I'll go up to the room and you guys meet him. The mother's fingers tightened on Bitsy's arm. This is the fifth richest family in America. Ashton is supposed to be handsome and charming. You act as if you were being sent to your death. I don't want to marry anyone until I finished school. You know that, and maybe not then. Damn it, his money could send you to music school on the moon if you want to go there. You'll be charming, you'll be gracious, and you will marry him if he picks you. Is that understood? Bernice sent a glower Mark's way. He looked back at his work. 
Mother, the fairy boy is taking this all in. Do you think we could discuss it elsewhere? Mrs. Fanderell glanced at him. We're not going to discuss it at all. It's settled. She nodded toward him. And I'm sure Cinders wishes both of you well, since he is a member of the staff and therefore his future depends on my goodwill. He just kept washing. Be sure you go out through the kitchen when you're finished, Cinders. It wouldn't do to have any of the guests see you looking like that. Bitsy laughed. Hell, even covered in soot, he's prettier than either of us. What was she thinking saying something like that? He glanced over as Mrs. Fanderell pushed Bitsy toward the door. Have you lost your mind? He's a strange boy in a cap and a homosexual to boot. Who in their right mind would consider such a person pretty?